This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute. And available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. All right, so let's start this podcast with a basic question. Are you a morning person? (laughs) Me neither. But I got to get up early anyway. I'm America's digital pro, Kim Commando. And whether you love the wee hours or not, your morning is about to get a lot more exciting with some brand new technology. So instead of dragging yourself listlessly around the house, from the bathroom to the kitchen, back to the bedroom, each step in your daily routine will soon be like a new adventure. In fact, you can just say goodbye to the daily grind and hello to smart home devices. The Internet of Things, 5G, voiced-first technology, it's all exploding. So literally anything you can dream up for your home is now possible. Even people who are in wheelchairs or don't have the use of their hands can now do things that they never thought possible, all by using their voice. And you won't believe some of these devices. I guarantee you are going to be surprised by some of them. All right, I have to tell you, there are weird devices, there are useful devices, and there are scary devices we're going to be talking about. But overall, I know you're really going to get a kick out of them. And our sponsor for today's podcast is pretty cool, too. Here's the very latest that they have to offer. Okay, so let's pretend it's early morning and we're inside your home. Well, you're probably inside your home. But anyway, we're in your home together. And now you have a smart home. So what does that mean? You're about to find out. Joining me today is our special guest, Patrick Sweetman. Patrick is a voice-first technology expert. And we're going to talk about how all these smart devices can be upgraded so that you can control them just using your voice. Patrick is the project manager at Voice First Tech, formerly with Voice Metrics. He served with Amazon as an IoT software engineer, also in the IT leadership program on General Electric's cybersecurity team. This year, he's working on a Google and Alexa app to do your gardening. Get this, using just your voice. No more dirt under your fingernails. How fabulous is that? It's artificial intelligence with an Alexa skill that's set for Google Home. And I have to tell you, I can see some great things coming for the farming industry just based on this app alone. All right, so Patrick, let's get started. Cool, okay. Okay, first of all, it's time to wake up. There's a ton of smart alarm clocks out there. Some you can hit the snooze by hand. Some will actually make you jump out of bed. Yeah, that's right. They will actually give you little electrodes if you really wanted them. Some of them you can even yell at. You can control your entire smart home right from your bed if you really wanted to. Now, one of the more advanced clocks is made by Lenovo. It's their smart display. It's a Google Assistant powered device with a special twist. It has a screen, that's right, a screen that actually moves horizontally or vertically. It's kind of strange looking. It's much bigger than the rest. Oh, and you have to say goodbye to that bulky bedroom television. This thing streams movies and YouTube videos. Of course, it does more than that. You can even make video calls right from your bed. 
And when it's not in use, ah, it doubles as a digital picture frame. All that, voila. Just remember, screen or no screen, most smart home clocks, they have something that you might not like. I'm talking about cameras. But this smart display comes with this super duper shutter switch cover, which means no more masking tape or post-it notes over the camera. And forget about all those puny little mono speakers you're used to on alarm clocks. This one has totally pumped up the volume. We're talking about dual speakers with a more full, rich sound. So Patrick, let's start with something that we all have in our bedrooms. I'm talking about an alarm clock. What do you think about the smart alarm clock? Yeah, Kim, this seems like the perfect example of a technology that would be voice first enabled. We're already seeing consumer households want to control their living room TVs using their voice, and Chromecast devices and Amazon Fire TVs allow you to use voice assistance to control your TV. So to bring that technology to the bedroom and eliminate some of that extra technology by condensing the features into one single device, I think we're going to see a lot of consumers enjoy that and bring that smart alarm clock into the bedroom, especially while still being able to maintain the privacy of that slide cover. So that way, they don't need to be watched when they don't want to be watched. I know that a lot of these alarm clocks already come with a voice-first feature. So when we start looking into the future, how do you see technology evolving when it comes to truly bedside devices? So with a smart alarm clock in the bedroom, I could see that being the central point of communication in the bedroom. You walk in and you say, hey Google or Alexa, set my alarm for 7 a.m. And then when you lay down in bed, you say, Alexa, dim my lights, and all through the smart clock, she dims your lights. Then you say, Alexa, call my kids so I can say goodnight to them. And then it dials into their bedroom, and they see you and you see them, and you say, goodnight, kids, goodnight, and then they shut off their device. And then you're like, okay, I'm laying in bed, I've put everybody to bed, I've set my alarm clock. Ooh, I want to get woken up by John Mayer. Hey, Alexa, when you wake me up in the morning, play John Mayer's new album. Okay. And then now you need to fall asleep. So you can say, Alexa, play my television show. And then on your alarm clock, you can have that television show played before bed. Or you can say, Alexa, read me my audiobook. And then Alexa can go and storytell you to sleep, just like when you were a kid. I love the idea of saying goodnight to all my relatives before I fall asleep. As a matter of fact, let's just see if you remember this little tidbit. Good night, everybody. Good night, Mama. Good night, Ben. Good night, everyone. Good night, Mama. Good night, Daddy. Good night, children. Good night, Daddy. Good night, Elizabeth. Good night, John Boy. Well, John Boy, we're awake thanks to our smart alarm clock now. So let's get to the next order of business. I'm talking about our business. That's right. Don't laugh. Everybody does it. We're talking about smart toilets. Yes, they're ready to assist in ways that you would never expect. Kohler makes one called the Numi, and it's literally... I guess I don't know how I would describe it to you. I guess you'd say it's this whirlpool of technology flushed with the comfort you didn't even know that you needed. It has a motion-activated cover. So this means that there's no more arguments about should the cover be up or the cover down. When your butt goes down, there's a super special surprise. Ah, yes. Can you feel it? The heated seat. Oh, my gosh. And when your business is done, cleanup is a breeze. Literally, that's right. First, you're treated to a retractable multifunction bidet, which is basically just a rinse off 
And you know, you have water there, so next you need an air dryer. No muss, no fuss, nice and fresh. But here's the best part. I don't know why it took them so long to come up with this one. Oh my gosh, we need this. We all need this, especially my husband, but don't tell him I said that. A deodorizer. Okay, if that's not enough excitement to get you totally out of bed, how about a built-in foot warmer, some fancy disco lights and Bluetooth speakers? You'll be tapping your warm little toesies to the music and feeling good about all these duties that you do every morning. Now, if you're one of those people who has a phobia of close contact toilet flushing, I know, guess what? You don't have to actually stand there anymore. You can flush it from afar because there's a dockable touchscreen remote. How handy is that? Only think about that. Do you have to wash your hands first before using it? All right, so you have this lavish potty. So don't be surprised if your bathroom is occupado more often. You can't put a price on such a lovely experience, but Kohler did. So let me ask you a question. How much do you think this fancy pants toilet is? The high-tech smart toilet. Come on, take your guess. You're wrong. $6,500. Wow. I wonder if that's like flushing good money down the toilet. Hmm. I don't think so. All right. If you can afford a really expensive commode like this, I say, hey, what the heck? Go for it. What do you think, Patrick? Smart toilet is an idea that I've never really thought about, especially bringing voice to, because you're sitting on a toilet, and with the smart toilet, there's a lot of features that exist. There's, as you said, there's the ability to heat up the, the pad, you can automatically flush, use it a day. All of those features, I'm sure there's a lot of fancy technology where you have to learn all the buttons to press. If you had voice as the central hub for how you interact with that toilet, you wouldn't need to learn anything. There would be a lot less friction because you just think of what you would want your toilet to do and ask. Your butt's cold, so you say, Alexa, please heat up the seat. You want it to flush, so you just ask Alexa to flush. Or you want to go away, even when you're not sitting on it, you can ask from far away. Voice would be the unifying aspect. It would tie all of those features together and make it much easier and less friction for customers to be able to access all of those features without having to read massive descriptions and owner's manuals. All right, the toilet is already $6,500. Yikes. How much more is it going to cost to upgrade it with this voice-first technology? The best way to add voice is to start with it and to think about your apps and how customers would want to talk to it. But adding it in as the systems already exist, from a service like I offer, it would cost 1000 bucks depending on how complex the back end was. Anywhere between $1,000 to $1,500 for me to develop that solution on. But from a customer perspective, it should only add to the sensor probably $50 to $100 onto that price tag. I'll have to tell you, that's a lot less than I thought. All right, let's move on to the next order of business. We always need to brush our teeth. If you don't have good teeth or you're just obsessed with good dental hygiene, there are a lot of smart toothbrushes on the market. A lot of people rave about the Oral-B Genius Pro 8000. This thing connects to your smartphone via Bluetooth. It uses facial recognition to track everywhere that you've brushed. Think of it like a coach, but it's expensive, about $180. I recently had the chance to sit down and speak with the CEO and inventor of a toothbrush called Quip. It's Q-U-I-P. Quip is a different toothbrush. 
In order to reinvent the standard toothbrush, they started from basics. They went back. Think of it like the Apple computer of toothbrushes. Here's the Quip CEO, Simon Never, to talk about how their toothbrush is a lot different than anything on the market. And I think that the interesting thing about our approach and and quite honestly, the reason why we've been able to disrupt the area, and yet also reason why, if you look, you know, back at our kind of funding periods, we've we've actually probably been pretty underfunded up until more recently. Uh, you know, we really had to prove ourselves and our growth uh, for a long time before really people started, you know, coming to us, let's say, and e eager to invest. But the biggest challenge was that trying to disrupt an industry where the, the, every other company is trying to come out with like the one big feature. You know, this year it's about Bluetooth, this year it's about charcoal, this year it's about, I don't know, you know, 50,000, not 60,000 hertz, but, you know, hertz of vibration or rotation. The issue was that we realized that that was one of the problems, like the, the, that way of marketing, that way of kind of miracle feature was the, was the issue and was why people were getting so disconnected with the idea of buying a toothbrush. So we removed all of that. We really actually said, we're getting rid of a lot of these things and just focusing on the simple stuff that's actually been there for a little while. We're pairing it into a product that's easier to understand, cheaper, you know, more accessible, more enjoyable. So we were effectively saying to their question, you know, what makes it different was, well, we've we've taken out all the buzzwords you're kind of looking for, and, and it's actually just a better overall experience. But I think that saying it's a better overall experience and saying that you, there's going to be this overall feeling that people want this product, you know, it's it's not saying it's a dollar versus 50. It's, it's, it's not a straightforward thing to explain. Um, obviously, over time, we've proven that approach to be, we like to think, the right one. Uh, but that was, a, that was a challenge. I think they definitely would like to just see the very easy cookie-cutter uh, answer. You know, it's 50 times less expensive or it's 100 times better at its job. But I think in this industry at the time, that wasn't the right approach. So that was that was a challenge. You know, all of this is like having a dentist in your bathroom, except not as expensive. The Quip toothbrush actually starts. It's really affordable at like $25. So, Patrick, what do you think? Jim, I'm not sure how someone's going to be able to ask their toothbrush questions while the toothbrush is in their mouth. The more I think on this, I think the only way that you can use a voice with this is when it's out of your mouth. And I'm picturing myself holding my toothbrush in my hand after I finish. I say, Alexa, tell me how I did brushing. And then the toothbrush talks back and gives me statistics on how my brushing went. All right, that makes sense. So the difference would be when you get your coaching, in real time or after you're done brushing. So Patrick, you keep saying Alexa, but you can also voice command with Google Home and the others, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm saying Alexa just to make it easier, but you can say Alexa, Google, you can even say Siri or Microsoft Cortana, same thing. Okay, I have a confession to make. Whenever I go to the dentist, the dental hygienist says, all right, so you brush in morning at night, and I'm so proud of myself. I say, yes, every morning and every night. And then the question comes, how often do you floss? All right, why does everybody hate to floss their teeth? I mean, maybe what we need is a positive relationship with dental floss. And everybody knows that getting that perfect length of floss each and every time, it's very difficult. So guess what? We now have something called Floss Time. Right. It's here to redeem all of us from the drudgery of moving a string back and forth, back and forth between our teeth. Floss Time is so smart, it delivers the perfect amount of floss with just a single touch. It also will frown at you. Oh my gosh, if you neglect to floss your teeth, no more frowny faces, please. 
And by the way, frowny faces is a really popular thing with smart devices. They actually express disappointment if you don't use them enough or if you use them incorrectly. You simply attach floss time to your bathroom mirror and then you can get the entire family to join in on the flossing fun. Oh, just warms my heart. Floss time can be yours for $26. You know, that's not a lot of money considering the next time the dental hygienist says, did you floss? You can say, oh my gosh, yes. Floss time every time. I love it. Okay, so we're done with the bathroom. I know, you were pretty excited about that. What we're gonna do is now we're gonna move into the kitchen. So stay right where you are. We just have to say a quick thank you to one of our sponsors in this podcast that makes this podcast possible. Okay, you're back with me. Great, we're gonna head into the kitchen. I'm not even gonna go into the smart coffee machines because they would take up an entire podcast. Most of them are connected with an app. Some of them will actually even order their own supplies. Some of them come with built-in bean soakers. I know, I never knew I needed one of those either. Some of them will brew three separate cups of coffee, custom made however you like it. So with that perfect cup of coffee in hand, let's get cooking. First of all, do you have enough eggs to make you, me, and Patrick breakfast? Ugh. And also, how old are those eggs? What's the oldest egg in the entire carton? Are any of them rotten? Well, that's why you need the Quirky Egg Minder. I'll tell you all of that and more. Fancy Lights will demonstrate and actually point out to you which egg is the oldest, and an app will remind you to order more eggs. This excellent gadget, I know, I couldn't help it, can be yours for about 14 bucks. Not a bad price to shell out if you're an egg lover. Okay, here we go. I'm frying up the eggs in the Smarty Pans frying pan. If you're serious about cooking, this pan is for you. It's an interactive frying pan that actually tracks the weight of the ingredients as you add them directly in the pan. So you'll never have to worry about overcooking anything ever again, or as I like to say, burning it. There are built-in temperature sensors that will make sure that you have the perfect level of heat every single time you cook. And for the culinarily challenged, I made up that word by the way, the Smarty Pans app will give you step-by-step -step cooking instructions. You can create and share your own recipes. You can even track the nutritional value of what you're cooking. The $229 price tag won't completely burn up your budget either. It's pretty much the same price as a not-so-smart high-end pan. So Patrick, what do you think of my smart cooking? The kitchen is one of the best places to bring voice-first technology. We've seen a lot of companies come out that are trying to impact the kitchen space with voice devices. A smart frying pan, obviously they're able to include those technologies already, so the thought of having it get too hot and breaking the technology isn't an issue. And to have voice there is the perfect place for an assistant. As you're cooking, to be able to ask, what's the next ingredient? Or, is this all fried up? Are my ingredients up to temperature? Is my meat cooked? And then what's the next step in the recipe? It acts as your assistant, so that way you can become a better chef. Rather than augmenting and replacing you from the kitchen, it's helping to improve your skills. And by having voice, it's like having an assistant there right beside you, a professional cook who can teach you to become better with a much lower price tag than if you actually brought a cook into your house. That's a really good point. Cooking lessons can cost a small fortune. Smarty Pants can teach you for less. And here's something we can all use help with. 
making perfect toast. See, you didn't even know you needed one of those. How many of us sit there and glare at our old traditional toasters? All right, they're dumb appliances. They turn perfectly good bread into something that looks like it just paid a visit to the underworld. Then we're scraping off the charcoal ruins just like generations before us. Well, now you can toss that old clunker out and get the Breville Diecast Two Slice Smart Toaster. Ha, huh, yes. It's got a one-touch automation. The Breville Smart Toaster gently lowers your bread with delicate care, they say. So no bread ever is gonna be whiplashed and just ripped into shreds. Plus you get regulated toasting time. It's nice and fancy LED panel will keep you informed of your toasting cycle. Hmm, that's what I need toasting updates. I can't imagine how I ever lived without these. So what do you think, Patrick? Can you use voice first in a smart toaster? You can definitely make a smart toaster. We had a joke going on. I was working at Amazon this summer and we were working on an IoT team where the joke was because our parents couldn't really understand the kind of high level work we were doing. We just told everybody, we just built smart toasters. And then they're like, oh, okay. Smart Toasters was the, the running joke of the IoT community because the toaster is a very basic machine and you can make anything more advanced by adding in features, but how is it actually providing customers value? So you can definitely do it. You could add voice in to be able to ask the toaster, how much longer until my toast is toasted? Or how brown is my toast right now? If you could get that real-time feedback right there, that would be the, the two ways I could see value being added with voice. Hey, come on back. Don't eat so fast. Slow down. Chew your food. You remember what your mother used to say. Remember all those things you were told as a kid that you forgot when you got older? Well, forget that old fork or spork. Now we have the happy fork. It's here to remind you. I mean, let's face it. We all need tech to help us with life's basic necessities. The logic behind this thing called the happy fork is sound. If you want to foster healthy eating habits, you need to slow down and chew your food. Take your time. And if you bite off more than you can chew or if you're eating too quickly, Happy Fork will alert you with this buzzing sound. It sounds great, especially when you're having a romantic dinner. Anyway, if you want to review your eating statistics in real time, because how have we lived without that, you can upload all your data to happy.com and share your table manners with the entire digital world. Gosh, isn't that great? Now let's say you're a pretty calm eater, except when it comes to ramen and soup or pho. Soup, it turns you into a loud slurper. Well then, my noisy little friend, the O2 Hiko fork will rescue that from embarrassment before dieting. You simply connect the O2 Hiko fork to your smartphone. Then you can slurp away without any fear or embarrassment. Here's why. When it detects a slurping sound, oh, thanks to technology, it's gonna cover up your obnoxiousness by playing a masking sound to hide the slurp. I guess it's useful, but let me just say, I'm really happy I don't have my money wrapped up in that invention. Drinking filtered water is all the rage. Most people nowadays consider it a necessity, but sometimes we forget to order a new filter cartridge, and a year later, who knows what we're drinking. Well, of course, we have a solution for you, my dear heart. It's the Brita Smart Pitcher. It's a Wi-Fi-enabled pitcher that will track and order its own replacement filters from Amazon.com. Hmm, how handy is that? A pitcher that buys its own accessories and charges them right on your credit card. The robot takeover is slowly happening, folks. And mark my words, 
Patrick, this is where technology is headed. Our devices will actually order their own supplies. Whole factories will be able to run at least 80% on their own. I love the IoT technologies that talk to each other. It's the industrial internet where machines are talking to other machines. And it really makes your life more efficient, especially when it's solving problems that you actually have pain points in your day-to-day life, like buying water filters. It's small stuff like that that adds 30 minutes of time into your week that you can just relieve and do more things that you prefer to do. The biggest addition with voice is going to be for you to act as the manager, and then all of your devices are your employees. So you're just going to need to check in on your employees and see how they're doing, and you can do that with your voice. Okay, oh, a nice filling breakfast, all cooked in a smart kitchen. I'm going to do something that I hardly ever do. I'm going to play hooky from work, but you guys have to give me a break. It's not my fault because now I have a smart mattress. That's right. It's put out by Sleep Number. It has an adjustable firmness, temperature, and a function that tracks your sleeping patterns. Maybe you don't even want to get up. You just want to crawl back in bed and just snuggle under the covers. So where do you see all the tech going for smart beds, Patrick? The bedroom and the kitchen are two places that we've seen massive adoption of voice technologies. People are already putting smart speakers like Amazon Echo Dots and Google Homes and Google Home Minis. The bedroom and the kitchen and the living room are the three most common places for those to be. So to have voice integrated with the bed is an experience that a lot of customers who are already using voice are used to. So then to be able to interact with your bed. To, to not just be able to interact with the other items in your room, but to be able to say with the smart bed, hey, raise me up three degrees or lower me three degrees. But the smart bed, having voice in there is gonna be a big value add for customers. To be able to speak with your bed and to access all of those features, again, unifying all those features with voice is really cheap from a customer perspective. To add it in doesn't add much cost, but the value it adds from a customer perspective is massive. This would be a huge help for folks who have limited mobility, or maybe they're injured, or maybe they're just sick. They don't necessarily have the same access to go around and get to the controller and try to manipulate this technology, but if they can just ask, if there are hospital patients who are restricted to their bed, and they can just ask for the assistance they need, and their bed responds to those actions, it's going to provide a lot of value and make these people's lives a lot better and a lot safer. It's a great idea for hospitals. Voice first means no more button pushing which some patients just can't do. Think about the potential for assisted living and senior care. It's almost limitless. Now, getting back to the bed here, as much as I want to play hooky, skipping work is not going to help pay for this bed. Are you ready? $3,200. Ugh. So we better go to work after all. So Patrick, I guess you have to get to work too. Hey, and if anybody wants to reach you, maybe they need to upgrade their device to voice first. Where can they go? The best way to find me is on social media. I'm very active on Twitter and Instagram at Sweetman Tech. If you want to contact us related to getting your business into the voice interface, find us on voicefirsttech.com and then click the get a quote button and that email will go directly to me where I'll be able to start collaborating with you to bring your ideas to life. Thanks, Patrick. Really appreciate your time. Kim, I really love collaborating with you. I can't wait to talk some more in the future. These smart home devices represent just a tiny piece of a whole new technology, which will allow entire businesses, buildings, communications, and transportation systems to operate pretty much all by themselves. I'm not trying to sell you any of these smart gadgets. I only want you to know about them and that they exist. And just because you buy a smart device doesn't mean that you should be 
less smart. Just hear me out for this one for a sec. It's tempting to kick back and just let tech do all the work. But what we really need to do is the exact opposite. We have to increase our knowledge, not to compete with tech, but to retain control over our lives. So instead of being afraid of anything, I want you to be informed. That's my job here. For example, do you know how to change the privacy preferences of anything that you buy? What about the latest threats to your phone, your apps, your gadgets? What about breaches of medical and financial records? That's why my team, we cover it every single day over at commando.com. Hit the website every single day. Drop by news.commando.com. If you just want the latest tech headlines, that's where you'll find them. And be sure you also subscribe to my free electronic newsletters. There's a big blue subscribe button right there at komando.com. I'm Kim Commando, and thanks for joining us on this podcast. If you liked it, do me a huge favor. If you learned just one thing, head over to iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Give us a great five-star review. Write some nice words because here's the inside scoop why. Your five-star reviews and your good comments help more people find our podcasts. So do me a favor, do it now while you're thinking about it. And don't forget, you can always find me on the radio. You can find your station nearest you over at commando.com too.